Welcome to Courageous Conversations, a podcast exploring the intimate side of activism. I'm Gillian Riley. And I'm Jen Warren. And through these interviews, we seek to understand what it really takes to show up and make change during this critical time in history. In an effort to become more effective change makers. Yes. Ultimately, our aim is to promote authentic engagement as a vital component of social justice and social change. And in today's excerpt, Jillian speaks with Kenne Essam about the changing nature of masculinity and the role of male identity. This was part of our larger conversation with Kenne on queer inclusion and intersectionalities. Of all of these groups and all of these identities, that is almost the last frontier is men and the changing nature of male identity and you're describing a lonely journey of changing masculinity. Where does male identity fit within a discussion of inclusion? Part of what we see that's manifested in the chaos we see is it's patriarchy fighting for its life. (laughs) To say I'm a gay man or a bisexual man just assaults the idea of masculinity. And I find this in Africa. But people are standing up and saying, I'm gay, I'm bisexual. People are standing up and saying, no, I'm not going to be that kind of father. I'm not going to be that kind of man. And patriarchy is kicking against it. Male privilege is kicking against it. But as with change, there's nothing as powerful as an idea whose time has come. It's a different world. It's a different world we live in. And so that said, there is the conversation about inclusion that requires men to do the including. But there is also the conversation that requires us to recognize men have been as much the victims as they've been the oppressors. And it's that thing about acknowledging that whoever we are, whatever our power and privilege in a different context, we are the other. And just being open about that and realizing that we've been excluded and included in different ways, in different spaces, and inclusion should be a holistic conversation that we should all be having. And having those kinds of courageous conversations with other men in a public language for describing this fluid space, it's challenging. There are so many boundaries I think I've broken and I speak to men about being upfront about what your desires are and talking to your partners about what you really are going through or what you really are feeling. And people just terrify because men haven't been raised to be vulnerable in that way. And it's a daily struggle because every day you have to make a decision. I have to make a decision. So we'll learn. And again, it's generations of socialization. One could say courageous conversations, but maybe, maybe I'm not that courageous. Maybe the circumstances of life have made it easier for me to take the lips I've taken. There's a space that's given to you to make choices that affords you a degree of flexibility. And a degree of flexibility of identity. Yes, absolutely. That, That simply doesn't exist when you're just trying to get food on the table. Yeah. And maybe that's the reality. When you recognize that part of the conversations you're having are intended to touch people who will never know that, does it have relevance? I think it does because it is helping us realize that wherever we are on that ladder, 
there is someone we're othering. And I think that's the bottom line. It doesn't matter whether we're speaking about queer inclusion. We live in a society that has structured itself around making somebody else the undesirable other. And once we realize that however powerless we think we are in society, however at the bottom of the food chain we think we are, there is somebody we are oppressing, deliberately or inadvertently. So my experience is that the basis of troublemakers is that domino effect of I show up with empathy and with authenticity, and it gives you permission to do the same. You do it with your mother, you do it with other pastors. And in that, we create this fertile space for something new to come out of that. How much are we willing to do this and go there with curiosity and empathy and say, what's going on here? I agree. And for you to do that is so powerful and to let other people, yes, but other men see you going into it. You know, I mean, wow, it's a really interesting space that you're clearing for people to come in with you. So you have some work to do over the next few years. You have to <laughs> help us understand this journey of yours. I'm just enjoying this for what light it shines to me on me. Maybe someday finally understanding and articulating that it might make sense for other people. But right now I just enjoy the going to those spaces or at least acknowledging the fear to go to some spaces that I never, you know, there are still some spaces that I don't still feel comfortable to go to. Yeah? But at least I know that I'm allowing the boundaries to be pushed. Courageous Conversations is supported by the Ford Foundation and produced by Jen Warren, with music courtesy of Benjamin Verdery. If you like what you heard, please check out our full interview with Ken A. You can listen to this and more interviews with changemakers on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Search for Courageous Conversations.